0: The following guided meditation was given at Common Ground Meditation Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota. So settle into a comfortable posture, do what you can. learning to trust the living, breathing body Trusting the changing nature of sensation here. This is actually our home. And the changing nature of the mind, the flow of thought and emotion, feeling, our true home is this ocean, this churning ocean of body and mind right here, exactly as it already is right here. And it's not about the idea of the body and the mind, but about this experiencing right here, the exposure, this activity right here. And it's a real relief to remember that it's not about a particular experience that we're attempting to claim, get back to. It's more simple than that we're learning to align with the truth of the body and the mind. And this truth, the way it is right now, will do fine. We don't need a different moment, a different activity, movement of body and mind. So sometimes the activity of the body and the mind will express itself as resistance and what we might call having a bad set. And sometimes the nature, the quality of the mind and body will be something we might call having a good set. that everything always is in process, coming and going, changing, evolving, becoming the next and then the next. as you feel settled enough, then in a more wholehearted way, contemplating the simple question, is this body constant or changing? question, it's just an invitation to be more intimate with the way it actually is now in the body, not the idea, is the body changing or constant? Is the body a thing or a changing process? And you can feel the body as a whole, the full range of sensation here in the body, or you can tune in to just the movement of the breath in the body or where sensation is predominant, clear. Is this experiencing of the body Constant or inconstant. Reliable or unreliable. So again, we're just contemplating the subjective truth of sensation, opening, trusting, learning to be intimate with what we call sensation, the body. But feel free to expand out to also Include the movement of hearing, seeing, and other physical senses, tasting, smelling, besides just the touching. Is the body constant or inconstant? What happens when the heart, the mind aligns with the truth of the body, whatever it is, the truth that's right here in the experiencing of the body? Is it wholesome to align more deeply, clearly with the underlying nature of the body? What does opening to the body have to teach? What does it set in motion being more and more intimate with the truth of what we call body, just as it is? It's really simple, sitting here, noticing the activity of the body and the mind, and then in particular, opening to the body, letting it be a teacher, and using the particular question Is the body constant or inconstant? This is the question the Buddha gave to the five friends of his that he first taught. And at the end of the talk, all five of these friends were fully awake. And the talk began basically with this question. Is material form, is the body constant or inconstant? Is what is changing satisfying or not satisfying, stressful? asked, does it make sense if the body of sensation is inconstant and not satisfying, not reliable, does it make sense to consider itself, mine, something I have rights to or a refuge for me when it's changing and unsatisfactory because of the change. Remember, these questions are really a skillful means to support being more and more intimate with this experience of embodiment right here. Is what we call the body constant or changing process? Can it provide satisfaction, sensation, something that I can claim as a refuge, or does it remain unsatisfying it make sense, is it helpful to claim it as me or mine, given that it's changing and unsatisfactory, unreliable? And the contemplation is a support from this or for this essential shift from the almost endless struggle to get a reliably nice feeling, nice bodily situation where we feel comfortable where we can count on the comfort, my nice experience that is dependable, reliable, here in the body. We're moving from the frustration, the endless, restless, vulnerable situation of needing to have that experience from the body to the much more reliable, liberating quality of letting go of the heart's dependence. So we're allowing the body, sensation, hearing, seeing, hearing, smelling, and tasting. We're allowing all the body and its five expressions five physical senses or allowing it to be what it's always been, just the movement of nature. It's not here to make somebody happy. The body is here to express its causes and conditions to do the dance of nature. and we allow the body to be the body Tasting, if you can, the wholesomeness of allowing the body to be nature, not self. No longer in denial of the body's changing nature. like a big, wide and deep, beautiful river of sensation and hearing, seeing, smelling and tasting. Endless flow, no beginning, no end. Relaxing into the stream, the big river, the body that's right here. Where everything belongs. Experiencing the river of the body. And the mind, the heart, it's also a river the Buddha teaches. You can stay connected with the movement of the body, but also begin to include the flow, the movement of mental activities, feelings and thoughts, mental images, expressing their nature to come and go, to flow on and on. Buddha often talks about the mind as the activity of perceiving and the activity of the feeling tone, recognizing the pleasantness and unpleasantness and neutrality of the experiences that are coming and going and the flow of intention, sankara, the movement of consciousness, one object after another being known, illuminated by consciousness. And together these four things, perception and feeling tone and mental formations and consciousness, together these four are what we call the heart or the mind. And it's also a river. So the Buddha suggests that we ask, is the mind perception, for example, is it constant or inconstant? And notice how the mind is recognizing one thing after another, perceiving one thing after another, feeling one thing after another. reacting or responding to one thing after another, another, illuminating with consciousness one thing after another. And you might find that by really trusting the flow of the body, relaxing and trusting the flow of the body that you can just sense the movement of the mind, of mental activities and how they come and go like a river. How a Ephemeral little mental images are that arise and then pass. even at times when there's a strong view that arises like, I don't get this practice, or this is stupid. You can just be aware of how solid, how permanent even a very strong thought is. How long does it last before it morphs or drops away? thoughts are inconstant, and because of that, they're not really satisfying, not really able to provide ground, dependable ground, for the sense of self, for the ego. Does it make sense, as the Buddha might say, to consider these aspects of the mind that are inconstant? And not satisfying? Does it make sense to imagine that they're me or mine? So we'll continue for another five minutes or so and just contemplating the movement of body, the movement of mind, in terms of how the Buddha suggests. Remember, it doesn't really matter what the particular objects of the body or the mind are right now. What's interesting is contemplating, is this or are these experiences constant or inconstant, satisfying or not satisfying? Is it helpful to consider them self or more useful, more helpful, to consider them not-self, nature. And in this way, the practice is really pragmatic. It's not about believing. It's more about learning how to align with the truth of our experience. Not what we want to be true or what we think to be true. But are we willing to align with the truth of our experience? And is that helpful?